You're listening to the Oz TV podcast, only on the Oz Network. Welcome back to the Oz Network. Um, you probably joined us straight off Live Together, Die Alone, Part 1, uh, where we recap the first half of the Season 2 finale. Or maybe you didn't because you're listening to this in like 2020 and you're just coming back to this after like a week or something. In which case, I'm in 2018 right now and I don't even want to think what the world's like in 2020 because it's scary here in 2018 with everything that happened after the Michael Emerson incident. But um, we're jumping straight back into it. Uh, My name is Noah and uh, Ben, you saved my life so that I could save yours. And my name is Ben. And where's your beard? Um, that's what I often ask myself. I wish I could grow a damn beard. Well, um, I mean, don't I don't even want a beard. It's just the principle. I don't um, think you've seen me in a f- few weeks, so um, I might surprise you tomorrow when you see. Ah! Me. <laughs> um, I'm bushy homeless man at the moment. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm Mister Friendly. I've got the makeup kit and the the Can fake you grow beard. A beard? On. No. <laughs> oh, you hit puberty Well, I mean, I've day. never tried, but, I mean, at what point do you give up? I never used to be able to, but then it just it just happened. So, now I can grow a beard. So, it's like, okay. Technically, I don't know, because I've never attempted to, but I, I'm 99% sure. You look I'm interesting with the beard. Yeah, I feel like it would really bring out my... I don't know. I've had more compliments since I've gotten a beard about how I look than when I didn't have a beard. So, either everyone thought I was really ugly before or they're just being overly nice. I don't know. Hmm. I wonder. Um, no. I think... Uh, I don't know. Comment on it tomorrow. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I was going to say you look better with a beard, but now I'm like, well, do I even know what you look like without a beard or with a beard? I don't know. <laughs> no, I'm sure it looks fine. We can get married um, now. But this is Live Together, Die Alone. We're just going to jump straight back into it, pretty much. Because if you haven't listened to part one, then you're just an absolute bozo. What the um, fuck are you doing? Yeah, like, are you just a hater of part one, but you love part two? <laughs> but I mean, I mean I'm mean, i kind of like that. I definitely don't hate part one. It's one episode to me. It's just the setup. But this episode's a really quality episode a lot. It's not Exodus part three, but there's so much good stuff going on here. Though. Look... I love this episode. I think it's great. And, um, yeah, when it comes to the end of this episode, when I give you where I've ranked this, I think I might surprise you. So, um, yeah, I thoroughly enjoy this. I think it's just, there's barely anything wrong with this episode at all. And I'm just, I'm just enthralled by this entire episode. So, um, yeah, I, I really have very little bad to say about this episode. I, I love it. Yeah. Lost season finales are just amazing. Um, but if you put this higher than Exodus part three, then mm, okay then we problem we might have a problem uh, <laughs> i mean this is a great episode but uh-oh exodus three years just perfect um roger roger but let's jump back into the flashback where we left off uh desmond had arrived in the hatch and we met kelvin um and just saving the world and kelvin talked about the virus outside or the infection um, so into the flashback where we pick up, I'm guessing some time has passed and we see Desmond forcing a lockdown. So this is not the first time he's done that. Uh, and this is where we see Kelvin writing on the wall. Uh, so Kelvin's continuing the map that Locke sees. So for people who say Lost never answered anything, we're getting all these connections and wrapping up in this season finale. Uh, but the map was Radzinski's idea. Um, so Radzinski was working on the map. 
Uh, Kelvin has never told Desmond what happened to him, and then this is great. Uh, like, see that brown stain on the roof? That's Radzinski. Uh, he put a shotgun in himself when I was asleep. The bitch of the whole thing is I only had 108 minutes to bury the poor bastard. So good. I love Kelvin. And I love that. Yeah, it's pretty grim. Radzinski shot himself. Um, but we do get to meet Radzinski. He's an absolute dick, uh, which they did on purpose, but yeah, that's just so cool because you'd never think we'd even hear the word Radzinski again after this. But, um, yeah, we get to see him. Um, Desmond wants to go outside, uh, um, but Kelvin's not letting him out. Uh, he said, you were kicked out because you of the army because you couldn't follow orders. And Kelvin, I left because men did follow my orders, which is just a great line. And then... Clancy Brown is so good, but thank God I joined the Dharma Initiative. <laughs> Namaste and good luck. Um, now, there is a bit of a kind of continuity thing here in that uh, by the time the Gulf War was over, I think the others had taken over all the Dharma stuff. So either he was brought by the others under the guise of the Dharma Initiative to push the button for them, or... It's just an inconsistency. I mean, you can make up your own headcanon there, but there is a bit of an iffy thing going on there with the exact date of the purge of the Dharma Initiative. But uh, we can get more into that into the Season 3 uh, in The Man Behind the Curtain. Um, so it's a bit eh. But Kelvin says he was not going to let Desmond leave the hatch. Um, cut forward sometime later. Uh, the alarm wakes up Desmond, which I imagine it would every time, but uh, Kelvin hasn't pushed it, and we hear Kelvin drunk singing underneath the hatch, much like Desmond on the boat. Um, we see him swinging around the fail-safe key, which is just a great shot. Uh, Desmond asks what's behind the wall and the incident, and we learn that there was a leak of electromagnetism, and pushing the button every 108 minutes discharges it before it gets too big. Um... And basically has this key that he can turn and that can, will just end it all. Um, fail safe. But do you have the courage to do that, Desmond? Um, which I like this kind of twist on it that apparently the world will end if you don't push the button. But there is this kind of key that will just end it all if you just can't handle it. You can turn this and you don't know what's going to happen. You're going completely off faith. I like it. It's a nice little twist to the which, hatch. Which if somebody doesn't believe in this at all, like on day one of the Dharma Initiative, what's this do? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, oh, key. Is this a door? Yeah. <laughs> um, but I like it because we kind of get then what was happening with Jack and the key. We learn about the incident, which we will get to see the incident. And... Uh, <laughs> we'll get to see uh, Jack and Juliet and Sawyer at the incident. Like little, we were so innocent in the days of season two of Lost. They're going to time travel soon. Um, <laughs> Delorean. But uh, so we learn about the incident and all the electromagnetism. Now electromagnetism is kind of going to go on to be just the answer for a lot of things in Lost. Ah, electromagnetism. But um, it is what it is. Um, so later on we're back and this is september 22nd but we'll get to that later on uh kelvin's heading out goodbye des uh desmond notices that there's a rip in kelvin's suit um so desmond follows him out and it couldn't be a season finale of lost without this cool rock like formation thing that they've got going on here um i think it was what charlie and 
Saeed who ran across it in Exodus when they were chasing Russo. But these are just awesome, aren't they? Did you mm. see any of this kind of stuff when you were in Hawaii? No, I didn't go to any areas like this. So I, I don't know if they filmed this on... Um, oh, I've gone blank on the name of the Wahoo. island that Honolulu's on. Um, it's not the big Wahoo. island. Wahoo. Wahoo, yeah. Um, and I didn't see... I kind of... The only sort of coastal bits I saw was Waikiki Beach and then kind of um, the area where, which you'll see the wharf in this episode later on, um, which is kind of on the ranch area, but there was no rock areas that I saw. But I'm sure if you kept, like... So, such a good set location, though. Yeah, like, you can... I mean, the the whole island of Wahoo is, like, you can just drive around. I picked up a map. It was, like, self-driving tours, but I just didn't hire a car. So, uh, I'd love to go back there and kind of, you know, explore a lot more of all this sort of stuff. Yeah, it's such a cool kind of thing. And there's no wonder they use it in the finale. Although this finale, I believe, was missing... Like, they always have these rock formers, but I think this was missing a... Dun, 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 yeah, dun, I didn't hear that dun, once. Dun, 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 dun. Yeah, I, I'm glad I'm not going crazy because normally the finales have that awesome marching theme, which they could have had when, like, Hurley and Sawyer and that were moving out. But um, so I was missing that. Someone please edit that in because we need that for a lost finale. Um, but he's following Kelvin onto these rocks, uh, and Desmond sees that the Elizabeth is still there. I love this little like cove thing, like this little bay. It's kind of cool. Nah, that water's Kelvin hot. Catch. That water hot. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> that water's hot, man. Damn, that's smoking hot water. Damn. <laughs> Damn, look at that water. That water gets um, me all gooey in the nether regions. Yeah, it is beautiful. I don't know about hot, but it is beautiful. And that's, the um, water is like that in like that area, like when you go out into the sea. Oh, yeah. On a boat I really want to go amazing. to one of these kind of Pacific Island type. I mean, I've done Europe, I've done a bit of Asia, but I've never gone to like this pristine type beach place that I'd love to. Um, but Kelvin catches him and then, you know, a bit of like Kelvin's fixing the boat. Like, does Kelvin want Desmond to come or is this a bit of like saving face here? Like, oh, come with me, man. Like, <laughs> uh-oh, I've been okay. caught. Like, why don't you come with me? Um, I love, uh, just Clancy Brown, he's so good. Someone get him his own show. Like, screw the button, man. Who knows if it's even real? Like. He's such a good actor. In these two episodes he's in, he just delivers. Um, but Desmond's angry. You lied to me. Um, now, I've always... It's a great scene, but I've always had my issue with Kelvin's death because they fight and Desmond knocks him onto the rocks and immediately he dies. I don't know. I Do you see the issue here? It's a bit like... Well, that was uneventful and quick. Like, after, like, Charlie banging come on charlie but and all the stuff that characters have gone through i know this could probably happen but it's just a bit like oh well, well it can happen i mean the whole one punch can kill campaign is kind of based on this it's, like yeah, in australia a lot um yeah no i i definitely believe this that this is a thing because like you know if you do hit your head on a rock in the wrong angle you, you're screwed i mean you know i'm a obviously mad michael schumacher fan and kind of the guy's in a bit of a vegetated state right now because he slipped on some skis and hit his head on a rock and kind of that's that's it for him it's good night and thank you so i'm never gonna leave the house now yeah (laughs) but i mean there was a um oh there was like a famous uh sports reporter here in australia like 10 years ago clinton gribus i think his name was uh, he got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom to go to the toilet and he tripped in the middle of the night hit his head on the sink and died so it's kind of like yeah you don't want to like just trip and hit your head in the wrong angle because your brain will be all over a rock who was it that was telling me the other day they got hit by a sink and i laughed at them and they said don't 
<laughs> they hit the sink or they got hit by a sink. Well, there's a difference. Like, if you trip and hit your head in a sink, okay, that's not funny. But if, like, a sink falls on you, that's kind of funny. <laughs> no, I think they tripped and hit it. Maybe I'm just making that up. So someone told me that. I laughed and they're like, it's not funny. Uh, maybe not. <laughs> my life is such a blur at this point. In my life. I, don't, <laughs> yeah. I don't even know what day it is right now. Um... So, yeah, I mean, it can happen, but it's just with all these big deaths and stuff like that and, like, Charlie getting banged and stuff. It's like, but, I mean, I wouldn't want to get my head knocked on these rocks either. But Try it, Noah. Get up to... right now and hit your head on something really hard. See if you leave. Uh, I'm here. Dan. Uh, I... <laughs> uh, I, I don't show up tomorrow when you're supposed to meet me. <laughs> oh, I shouldn't have told him that. Um, but screw the button, man. Who knows if it's even real? It was great. But then Kelvin's dead. Then Kelvin died. Here I am. The end. The end. <laughs> um, well, Kelvin died, but he was also kind of murdered, Desmond. He's um, a murder. Again, I think that's more manslaughter. <laughs> again, I just think if someone kills another person, it's still murder, isn't it? No. Even if it's not in. Like, it's, it, that's, that's where you have the laws for that, because... There is a diff- and even murders. There's a different category of murder, like premeditated. You know, I love and- this. Uh, murder is an unlawful killing of another human without justification or a valid excuse. <laughs> so if you had an excuse, oh, I, I just really didn't like him. Oh well, that's an valid excuse. Yeah, man, man, involuntary manslaughter is the unlawful killing of a human being without malice, af- aforethought, either expressed or implied. Um, and it is distinguished from voluntary manslaughter by the absence of intention. So he, okay. this is involuntary manslaughter because he hasn't done this deliberately, if you know what I mean. Man, uh... Manslaughter. That, that's, like, pretty man. gruesome. Manslaughter. That's a funny word. Manslaughter. Like, Sexist. what about accidental killing? <laughs> no, manslaughter. Like, that's, um, why hasn't that been PC change? Like, women can die too. This should be person slaughter. slaughter. <laughs> um, apparently, Kelsey Grammer's sister was raped and murdered. That's very sad. What? I like... Don't laugh. <laughs> that's so random. <laughs> I'm not laughing, and it's horrible. I like Kelsey Grammer too, but that's just like we're talking. Like, about... <laughs> you're just talking about manslaughter. You're like, like you la Oh, apparently Kelsey Grammer's sister was raped. And you're like, okay. <laughs> well, that's the second news story that shows up on Google for when you type in murder. Oh, <laughs> uh, this is only recent. Yeah, one day ago. Oh, holy shit! I thought this was like old news. Ah. <laughs> Poor Fraser. Hi, Kelsey Grammer. Um, yeah, and Valentine's Day murder, Wade Martinez, Jake Tortle, jailed for murder of George Garmo. Not George Garmo. <laughs> uh, underrated. Underrated murder victim. Here's a question. Garmo. Here's a philosopher philosophical question for you. Um, oh, like, no. in the future, just calm down, wait. When what? we can clone, when we can clone each other, if you kill oh. your clone, is that murder or suicide? Well, it's not suicide. Well, you're killing yourself. Well, no, you're not killing yourself. You're killing a clone of yourself. But it's still yourself, so you're killing yourself. No, no it's not yourself. It's it's a whole other entity. It's but you're still killing entity. yourself. 
control that other clone no it's got its own brain it's doing its own thing and it, it you're fat and ugly and it's i don't mean you i mean this wow wow you throw that into a conversation so uh jack sawyer and locker here you're fat and ugly uh ben comes up to the wharf <laughs> I don't mean you, I mean hypothetical you listening to this show. Who's also fat and ugly, apparently. <laughs> Sorry, Adam. Um, yeah, you're fat and ugly, and your clone is thin and works oh. out. Like, it can. It can <laughs> that's why you killed it. <laughs> Jealousy. <laughs> you're fat and ugly, your clone's thin and attractive. I don't mean you. I mean everybody. Dig yourself deeper. Do a bend. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, it's murder. No. Um, I think there's more to it than that. going to be suicide. There's more to it than that. Yeah, there might be, but it's definitely not suicide. Again, you're technically killing yourself. So. No, you're not. You're killing a clone of yourself. It's a whole other entity. But what if the clone, like, kills the clone? This is like two clones. Well, how many clones are there now? This is just complicating the matter. I don't know. They might want to make like an army or something like that for General uh, Grievous. Five clones? Because I feel like... Well, I feel like in the future when cloning is a thing, we need a cloning law. I feel like <laughs> five is, is a kind of a neutral number. Would you like to clone yourself? I think it'd be fun. No. Like, Why not? Because I don't want me going out there and being better than me. Me but, being fat and ugly and but, my clones not better going than you. out. Why? You make them not as good as you. Yeah, but then they have their... I feel like you don't <laughs> really know what a clone is. I'm not... This isn't freaking historical figures. I know what a clone <laughs> is. Like, it's not Alexander the Great or something like that. You can't control the clone. Once it's been cloned, it's I its own thing. I you can't, but like... I could right now be watching The Force Awakens while my clone does this episode. <laughs> so, yeah, and it, it, but it's not you after that. It can be different to you. But it's it can going go off and to be on. me because it's a clone. You program it, it to be you. you. But then it will go separate ways. And no! It might be skinny and get lots of chicks and <laughs> yeah, be, be better than So it would be me. It wouldn't be you. It would oh, be wow, Ben so skinny and get lots of chicks. Ouch, that hurts my feelings, Noah. A hypothetical. I forgot I'm fat and ugly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Leave my clones out of this. <laughs> I think this is a conversation for another time, but I'm just going to leave this off by Cloning saying five. Oz coming soon to the Oz. <laughs> I just think five should be the max, but I, I really... Five's a bit too many if you ask me. <laughs> Three? There's six billion people in the planet (laughs) times by five. That's like 30 billion people. Oh, there's not an overcrowding pop, you know? Like, do we need five Donald Trumps? One's bad enough. Well, you're the one who proposed, Clyde. Five Kevin Spacey's? There would be no cloning. Five Michael Emersons. I could deal with that. Oh, yeah. Now, all right. Well, then we have a special law for, like, special... There's referendums for should Michael Emerson be able to clone himself five times? Or... Five Ian Summerholders. Yes. Like, that's fine. That would be great, though, because then it's like Michael Emerson will be in all the shows. Five Alan Dales doesn't change anything because he's still in everything. <laughs> <laughs> There's no noticeable difference. The Alan Dale Show, starring Alan Dale, featuring Alan Dale as Alan Dale. 
Yeah, I wouldn't clone myself. Special but... guest appearance by Alan Dale as Alan Dale. Cloning scares me. I just, I just too scared that my clone will outshine me. So you're anti-cloning. You're like, vote no. It's okay to vote. Yeah, no. I'm voting no in the vote because nah. it's okay to vote on clones. I think because... it's bullshit. You can do what you want. It's science. You can create it. Let it do it. Fuck these whole things. Oh, but you're playing God. Well, you can't play a fictional character unless it's on a TV show. So fuck it. Create clones. I already have enough, like, I'm already so far down on the totem pole of any hierarchy. I already have enough competition amongst other people. I don't need another me out there potentially being better. But it's the opposite for me. I've got no competition because nobody likes me. So I can make someone who's better than me and then can go out and, like, be really famous and shit and everyone loves them. And then I could just go, like, hey, it's me. I'm the famous one. And kill my clone. I could commit suicide. Done. Murder. Suicide! Um, <laughs> Um, send us in your opinion <laughs> at www.pleasedon't because I don't really care.clones.com. That's a website. Um, <laughs> it probably is. We just stumbled onto some like dark web website or something where like all this shady shit. Kevin Spacey's personal MySpace page or something. <laughs> um, MySpace. <laughs> MySpace. <laughs> That's the funniest thing in that sentence. You know what's really uh, funny so is that when this episode aired, MySpace was big. Yeah, it was just it was at its prime. Um, just like Kevin so Spacey. Ke- Kelvin's dead, and Desmond's running back to the hatch. He grabs the failsafe key. Uh, the button's going off. Everything's going crazy. The hieroglyphics, everything's shaking. Desmond's trying to push the numbers in. System failure. System failure. Uh, he eventually stops it by pressing the number and it all comes back to normal and we'll get back to that. Now, this one kind of plays in with the episode, but we'll just talk about it now, but it, it probably should have been talked about in order. Uh, but anyway, this cuts forward past the crash. Desmond has a gun. He's ready to kill himself. Uh, so he's going to read our mutual friend. But just as he opens it, oh, oh. there's a letter inside. I cried uh, it's from Penny. Yeah, it's it's great. I just have a... This isn't a, against this scene. It's against all shows. I just have a thing about voiceovers in letters. It just kind of annoys me. I'd rather like the main ca- the character reading it, read it out or something. It's just there's something about it. It takes me out of the moment, but that's just not against this scene. It's against all letter scenes. I'm going to hover around uh-huh. you next time you check them out at your house, and you're going to be like... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be over your shoulder going... You have a bill. Noah, Telstra bill, owing $20. Called one eight hundred sex line. I don't think I get letters anymore. It's been so long since I got a letter. I send you a letter. I just get it in the. Um, you sent me a letter. Yeah, where was my letter? Well, I haven't been anywhere. Morning post. That was a nice post. It was random. Who, I wasn't expecting it. Postcard. You were like, "This is the first postcard I've ever sent." And I'm like, "Okay." <laughs> Who said postcards? I'm like, "How um, to get my address?" <laughs> I, I like to keep. I like to keep. Uh, a bit of an intrigue and mystery and send out the odd postcard. I bet you that was like you sent 30 at the same time. This is the first postcard I've ever sent. <laughs> oh, damn it. You're on to me. Um, so he reads the letter and she says, because all we ever need to survive is one person who truly loves her. Uh, you have her. Oh, my God. Desmond's in tears. I'm in tears. Ben's in tears. Everyone's in tears. Like, just one episode, they've already managed to outshine pretty much all the relationships on this show. Yeah. Other than Maple, Jin, and Sutton. Like, Jack and Kate, no, this is just dumb. Even Hurley and Libby, like, what? No. Jack This is just shows... Yeah. This shows that you can write a really good relationship. Um, 
and it can be done in a short amount of time. It's really touching. Desmond's in tears, and this is where we hear Locke banging on the hatch. Like, I've done everything you wanted me to do, so why did you do this to me? <laughs> and the light goes up, as we saw in Dasex Machina, when poor old Booney fell off, and we'll so get to him. Boone's basically dying as Died. Desmond's reading the yeah, book. Yeah, at this very moment, Jack is is uh, working Tell on him. Shannon! Yeah, at this very moment. But now this is just perfect. And this is one of those examples of where Lost just puts all the pieces together and they just work perfectly and everything ties up into a neat bow. Like, they easily could have just said, like, Locke even says it probably just you going to the bathroom. They easily could have just explained it away of, oh, yeah, that was me. But instead they make a thing out of it that Desmond was about to kill himself and he got hope from Locke at that moment just as Locke got hope from Desmond. It just ties it into season one when you think the innocent days when we're like, oh, what's this light? And it's just perfect to me. Like, if you do put this above Exodus Part 3, this is definitely one of the reasons why. It just works so well with season one and with Desmond and Locke's character. I just can't get enough. Yeah, I agree. I think kind of it's just... I just I love all this Desmond stuff and just kind of going what we said last episode about how maybe with the exception of one flashback, just they're all kind of so good and perfect. And, like, even um going back, like, to the bit with... um the the system failure system failure i watched that video because i obviously haven't gone through all of chronologically lost yet but uh i think i told you i kind of watched that uh the crash in real time video that's on youtube sort of done in like 24 style um and it's kind of clever how like they do all the split screens with kind of like this bit happening like and obviously what we're going to get at the beginning of the next episode in season three and just kind of you know everything along those lines so um yeah, just just it's it's so interesting how you pointed out about how quickly they've done this love story because I guess we've watched this show, you know, you've watched it a lot more than I have, but you know we obviously know where the Desmond Penny stuff goes, but kind of just that you know we're feeling this and crying already in like what like the third scene between mentioned Desmond and Penny, yeah. and it, we're already it was in short bits of her in orientation, and that was it. Already in goddamn tears, um, you know, and Jack and Kate and Sawyer, like how long that's been going on? They're not making us cry. Maybe in a different way. Um, I'm not as negative on that as you are, but, you know, I can see your point. Um, but, yeah, it's just just everything with it. It's just, it's, yeah. But it kind of, it does make me wonder, though, like a slight nitpick, which I don't want to do, but I kind of have to. Uh, so, like, Desmond's, like, looking up and can hear kind of old Gummy Joe banging on the door, but I guess he doesn't know who he is. But, or not just that, it's just kind of like when they come down the hatch... Uh, what, in a few days or whatever it is. Like, why is he kind of so shocked and gun ho He's like, were you the one that was banging on the door? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it is. There's a few inconsistencies. And yeah, as I said, like, why didn't he just like, oh, shit, I'm going to go up there. Who are you, brother? Is. Yeah, um, but it's just perfect for me. So I see the points, but not going to nitpick too much. Right, yeah, exactly. Um, but that's it for the perfect ending for the fight. Just trying to think, reeling it off the top of my head, best flashback of the season? I'm just trying to think if I've missed something. Uh, um, I think it is. Yeah. I mean, I really like Echo's first flashback. Um, yeah, that's good. But this is like a whole epic drama, like opera type thing. Shannon's was amazing, of course. Uh, <laughs> Boom was in it. Well, that's um, why. I mean, I'm not counting the other 48 days here either. Yeah, no, um, I'd say this would be the best by far. Yeah. Uh, save the best for last and you know i liked all the airport stuff in exodus but it really wasn't anything other than kind of like a nostalgia thing but this really answers questions it gives us great character moments 
gives us Kelvin, shows the first non-Oceanic 815 uh, to get a flashback. So it really serves a lot more purpose and it, it's just fan. This flashback alone feels like a movie. Like this could have been a TV movie, like Desmond arrives on the island type thing. Um, it's great. Yes. Uh, so let's move into the island, um, pick up where we left off. And, you know, we got kind of the setup, but a lot of this episode is the uh, locked Esmond, Charlie, Echo stuff. Uh, so it picks up with them. Uh, Charlie and Echo are collecting the dynamite. I'm just going to reel through a bunch of this, and if you have anything to add, just butt into me. Um, but they're picking up the dynamite, and they're taking it to the hatch. Uh, we get a Dr. Arts <laughs> reference, which is great. It's been a whole season since poor old Leslie departed us. Um Charlie uh, tells Locke that Echo is going to blow it up, uh, but Desmond's confident the door will hold. Uh, it's not going to be an issue. Um, so then he's going to light the dynamite. Now I, this is where I'm talking about how I'm I'm hashtag Team Locke. This Echo is just a bit irrational. Like, what does he... Does he think he's going to survive this? I mean, he does, but... Like, lighting up this dynamite in this tiny little tunnel where there's nowhere to run? Like, I don't know. Echo just seems to be on a crazy warpath this episode to me. And, it just doesn't work for me. And can we just also just establish that he's trying to blow up a blast door? And that's kind <laughs> of the purpose, the purpose of a blast door is to block so, explosions. So, yeah. yeah, Mr. Echo, I don't know if they had them in Nigeria, but... Um, He's just kind of dumb this episode. I love Echo, but just there's something about him in this episode. Lighting the dynamite, kind of almost killing Charlie, doesn't even give him a chance to get away. And He pushes him out uh, of the way, like when... um Oh, who is it that pushes him out of the way when he... No, what am I thinking of when he... he um. What am I, there's something, there's a scene when he like shoves him out of the way to check for, for John or something like that to see if he's okay. Um, oh, when the, when the door's open and they're checking for the button, like later on, um, when, when he's okay, when Charlie picks him up and I'm jumping way ahead here, but like Charlie's like, are you okay? Are you okay? He just like shoves Charlie out of the way to get to John. <laughs> this is where you need to be like, Charlie's fine. Uh, Charlie's here. Yeah, Charlie's here. Charlie's here. Um, Charlie. I'm Charlie. But then Charlie talks about how Locke might be right and Echo, angry Echo this week, like, oh, about to get it on, I think, oh. like, strips Charlie's belt. Pins him like, against the wall and takes his belt off. Like, oh, this will be dynamite. Let's bang. <laughs> Hello. Uh, and then he throws it at the magnet, the belt. Uh, and I love Echo because this reminded me of Flight of the Concord because Echo says, is that a joke? <laughs> and this reminded me of... Uh, like, Murray in The Flight of the Concords, he's talking about, like, uh, Jermaine can't be a, a prostitute. It's not okay. Um, do you think <laughs> Nigel would be a prostitute? And then Nigel, it's not okay, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a joke? <laughs> uh, so this reminded me of Nigel Saladu. Um, so Charlie's like, all right, I'm going to leave. I'll see myself out. But Echo is just on the warpath, doesn't let him. So he lights up the fuse and Charlie, oh, bollocks, <laughs> runs. <laughs> uh, Charlie's random in this episode, but I think Charlie's the voice of reason between these I four guys. I love Charlie in this episode. Uh, so he's running, oh, bollocks, and the explosion in the hatch. Like, these two are so lucky to be alive right now. Um, yeah, and Desmond dead. even says that. I, I think your friends just blew themselves up. Like, Desmond even says that. 
<laughs> It'd be so funny if they no. open up the blast door. There's like a head and arm. There's Charlie's like two. Uh, uh, two. He's two. You missed it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's not ask too many questions about how these four people are in season three of Lost. Um, we don't want to go too much into the technicalities about any of them are alive. Um, so Desmond's going to open up the door to check on them. And they're locked. No, it's a trick. I mean, lock what trick? <laughs> is he like the, what is he named, Michael Winslow or something? The guy from, I think, Police Academy. He does, like, the sound oh, effects yeah, with yeah. his mouth. Like, what trick, lock? It was just a massive explosion <laughs> outside. I think it'd be fun. What trick? What if lock, like, opened the door, like, Desmond opened the door at the exact time the dynamite's about to go off? No, no, don't open it up! <laughs> yeah, I'm like, come on. Everyone's acting a bit deranged here, I feel. Um, but isn't that and the point? Des- Well, yeah, but no, it's a trick. Like, it's just dumb. Well, Gummy Joe just had a breakdown now. Give him some slack. <laughs> uh, that's true. I am Team Locke this episode, but uh, even though he's wrong, I was wrong. Um, Desmond asks Locke if the reason he's doing this is because he needs to look down the barrel of the gun to find out what he really believes. Uh, which kind of echoes what someone says to Sawyer in the flashback. Um, but Locke's talking about how he has looked down the barrel. And my favourite scene of the episode, uh, I thought this was my destiny. A kid died because he was stupid enough to believe what I was talking Doesn't even get a name reference, just a kid. He's now been delegated to a kid. Oh, a kid died because he thought I was, he was stupid enough to believe what I was talking about. Oh, Still a Boone reference. Come on. Now Locke feels bad for Boone. Oh. Where's the trivia oh. in Lostpedia? The kid that Locke was talking about is Boone. <laughs> I love that, though. There's been so many Boone references this season. Like Poor Boone. He did die because he believed in Locke. And now Locke's faith has been questioned. Ian Summer um, was on the phone during this episode, like, to, you know, come close. Does that mean I get, like, paid for this episode? You kind of reference me. You go, okay, it's all right, Ian. Just go back to your vampire show. Back to question mark three episodes ago when he was like, I went to the Pearl, got the tape. They showed those flashes. Why not? A kid died because yeah. he's stupid enough to believe. <laughs> flashes of Boone. Because um, oh, I had Boone. a Charlie horse. Um, <laughs> I know what the Charlie then- horse is. <laughs> I know a Charlie. What is a Weeble? I didn't know a Charlie horse very well, but then John told me. I, I and didn't then I know, did know what Weeble was. <laughs> but I did know a Charlie horse. Um, My Charlie horse was a man of few words. <laughs> Goodbye. Uh, but he talks about on the night that he died for nothing, I was banging on the door. Oh. I was banging on the door, screaming there, poor Boone, at the heavens of what I should do. There was a light went on, and I thought it was a sign, but it wasn't a sign. Probably just you going to the bathroom. This is so dramatic. Like this TV show is amazing. Um, we, I mean, we've already talked about it with the flashback, but the way they tie the story and it's like important character moments for both these characters, and a boon reference and a reference to that epic episode in season one. It's just so good. Um, then we cut to the. Uh, the diversity boat crew outing. Um, <laughs> the SPS. Bad up- <laughs> SPS. Boat. We've got Bad doing his James Bond thing. He's out sneaking around the rocks at the others' camp. Uh, and we find that it is abandoned. 
Uh, no one's anywhere. And dramatic moment when he opens the doors to the station, but there's nothing behind it. It's just rocks. Now, I've never really known if this is purely put up by the others or if this was like a Dharma. Like, they put this door here back in the 70s or something. as like either they were going to build a station or it was just a decoy um, in Dharma days as well. I'm not sure if it's ever been kind of explained, but it is a bit random. <laughs> but it's just like, okay. I kind of just That's assumed fun. it was just the others doing it for the, the show. That's just my perception. Well, I mean, they're the others. The- I'm uh, painting this Dharma door and <laughs> gluing it to the rock. Like, I mean, they don't have much to do, do they? They're just on this island forever. So, yes. Um, maybe it was the old woman at the book club who did it. <laughs> uh, which next episode. Um, I'm excited for that. Downtown. Uh, Sorry. Yeah, Juliet. Straight off the bat. Juliet, Juliet, Juliet. Uh, so we start with the A-Team, uh, we're back with the A-Team, they're trekking, uh, and we find the other end of the pressure tube, uh, from the pearl. I love this little thing, it's cool. I mean, I don't think it's ever explained, like, did the Dharma just not ever, um, make the station, or is they also in a social experiment, the pearl? I, but, I don't think it's ever explained, but I also don't think it's meant to. I think this is meant to be like a, oh, this is just weird, but... Yeah, they never answered what the tube was. I don't think they ever intended to. This is supposed to be like, oh, where's the tube? Maybe the pearl back episode. <laughs> yeah, Doom. I'm glad we never. I like the kind of just randomness and mystery of it. It's like, oh my god, uh, what is going on? Um, and I love Sawyer finds locks drawing. Yeah, that's uh, cool. And I the I love the new Jack Sawyer bromance thing where he kind of just hands him off to. Jack and they give them they 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 have a look they had a look there they had a moment um mild flirting so, mild flirting mild hand touching flirting uh Saeed has lit the black smoke um and then Jack asks where Michael was taking them um because this is so far away um from where their camper uh camper from yep. where Michael said they were... Where the camp is. Sorry, I'm lost for words here. <laughs> You're doing a bit. Uh, yeah, I'm just going to start reading in a minute. Um, what? No, that's not doing a bit. No, that's a Noah. Uh, and then we hear, out of nowhere, uh, the whispers. What do they say, Noah? Can you tell us? Yeah. Now, Ben, would you like to know? <laughs> um, yes, Noah, I would. Uh... Apparently, they list it as Live Together, Die Alone, Part 1, but it's most certainly Part 2. Most certainly um, is. So, <laughs> when they ambush by the others and hear the whispers, there is no good or, let's do something, we're near them. He's asking him something. Yeah, but what happened? They saw a smoke signal. Elizabeth, uh, did somebody see you? Or, it looks like her, but you're on her right, behind you. I have to listen to the dreams to learn something. He'll need to instruct you. Do we ambush? We can't. You do it. Can't you see? That's that's boot. I'll do it. I'll do it. <laughs> Got to have a team with you. Okay, crank it up. I knew that something bad would happen. I assume this is how you would do it. Don't tell anyone he wants it done. Don't want anyone to die. Let's assemble them. This is similar. What's this symbol for? It was her. <laughs> so she was never taken. So she must never take it. I'm sure it's new to you. 
said I was about to, someone attacked you. Get your butt out of here. <laughs> That's Boone. Well, in the afterlife. That's Shannon. <laughs> Get your butt out of here. Uh, try the sequence. Uh, had to be given lessons. That's Shannon. Turn it on beside you. Don't do it. Don't see. You're going to have to do it. You are too. Why can't we choose or I can't reach it? Two more people. Two young people. I'm frightened. Please, come on. It's simple. Intruder alert. Oh, my God. Do you think I should lock this? That's boom. Are they leaving? Yeah. Uh, that's no, see ya. <laughs> Close the door. You you all need me. God damn it. Um. So yeah, not as interesting as other ones. They totally um, made sense. Yeah. Uh. So they're attacked by darts. I love <laughs> Jack. I love Jack here though. Run! Oh yeah, that's cool. Run! Go! 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 But then I love Hurley. He doesn't run at all. He just covers his head. That's, That's me. me. Oh, we did at the uh, same time. All of them attacked with darts, which, again, they said in season one they were going to have Ethan use darts to attack them, but they thought that would be too cheesy. Uh, flash forward a season. Oh, shit, what do we do? I like uh, badass Jack when he's, like, carrying Kate and he gets shot and he kind of takes, like, a couple of steps. He's like, no, I can do this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a pretty dramatic scene. I like it. Um... So, back in the hatch, Locke tells Desmond about the pearl, uh, and then, I love Desmond, what if you've got it on backwards? What if the experiment wasn't on the men here, but on the men there? Which is kind of like, oh yeah. kind of true, because we just saw where that station went. Yeah, it potentially is true, yeah, because we see the tubes. So, it's kind of a bit like, eh. And then Desmond asks, in this other hatch, was there a computer, a printer? Uh, And Locke has all the papers from the pearl. Here you go, reading material for the next 13 minutes. Uh, Desmond's scanning through the papers. And, when did you come here? Uh, I don't know, 60 days ago. The date! Uh, <laughs> September 22nd. Um, and then he looks at the note, September 22nd, system failure. I think I crashed your plane. <gasps> dun, 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 what? What? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I think it's so good. I uh, think it's, and, it is, and that's proven, right? That, that That is why the plane crashed, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, well, I mean, they never mention it after this, so I don't know if it's really proven, but, um, yeah, this was unexpected, and I never really even thought there would be any explanation for it. I always just assumed it just crashed. Uh, now, this is like a... This was a bombshell. This is... I mean, this finale doesn't have many kind of bombshell things, but this would be the one, I would say, mm. if it did. Uh, I crashed your plane. It's so good, and then it leads into that flashback we saw the day Kelvin died. Uh, I love just how they're connecting everything. None of it feels forced, and it all just works. Um, and I love the idea that it was Desmond who uh, followed Kelvin out, and that's the reason the plane crashed. It's just so good. Yeah, no, I agree. I remember watching this for the first time as well. Like, holy shit, like, did they? Um, so, yeah, it, it's 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 really good. And, I mean, I don't think this would make our top five. I mean, it might be in the conversation. I don't know. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's kind of just like... Yeah, it's so dramatic and just kind of like, holy fuck. Like, it's kind of cool that we sort of do get a bit of an explanation of why the plane crashed, I guess. That's cool. Um, so, cut back, uh, and we are back with the A-team, and they're taken out to this dock. We're going to see this dock a lot during Lost. Um, I've been on that dock. Uh, ooh! Ooh! Uh, <laughs> And we get Mr. Friendly back, Tom. We always love him. We've got Miss Clue, Black Don't Crack. And we've got <laughs> Dick Danny there. Uh, so our 
favorite others. This is kind of a setup. One thing I like about season three is really like meet the others. Like we get to see lots of others next season. So these are three kind of ones that show up in season three. So it's nice to see them there. Uh, they're all tied up on the dock except for Michael. Uh, then I love Kate. Your beard is fake. He's like, what are you saying? Uh, she knows your beard's fake, Tom. <laughs> I love Miss Clue. Uh, this is her third last, uh, second last appearance, and oh. also her second appearance. Um, so Tom takes his beard off, and he didn't have to tell me, to, uh, tell them my first name, B. Uh, I love that Beatri- Beatrice Clue. Um, Beatrice so, Potter. Uh, this is where we first learn uh, that. His name is Tom. And we never know if Mr. Friendly, like, if it's Tom Friendly or that's just an alias. But like Echo, I think most people just call him Tom Friendly now. So whether or not that's his actual last name, that's the one he goes by. Uh, So then the boat arrives and... It's Henry Gale. Uh, We haven't seen him for a while. That was great to have him back because... He was all... We've talked about how he was supposed to be, like, a guest character. But by this point, they would have known they were definitely bringing Michael Emerson back. So it's great to have him. And this is kind of where you get the inkling of, oh, yeah, he's kind of the leader. Because um, before that, we didn't never even knew he was the leader. He's talking about, oh, the man in charge will be so mad. Um, he said, hello again. And I love this. Hello. Where's your beard? Yeah. <laughs> he goes off at him. You're not wearing uniform, Tom. Yeah, like, Where's your beard? My uh, Ben Benjamin Linus is so good. My he's, office, uh, and then I love just he's kind of like, oh no, I've been caught by the boss. He's like, I I think they know. Um, Tom really does turn into a bit of a wimp in season three, but I love him. Um, so and then he says to Michael, "Let's take care of business, shall we?" Um, oh god, damn it, Michael. Um. So, back on the island, Charlie somehow survives everything. First the explosion, and then uh, the... Um, oh, wait. We skipped a scene. Did we? No. Uh, oh, no, we didn't. No. No? Uh, oh, no, sorry. I thought we were at where Charlie meets up with Claire and that, but we're not there. Uh, he, he wakes up in the hatch. Sorry. Um, ears are blocked. Echo's not waking up. Uh... Desmond now wants to push the button after he uh, he tells Locke that he crashed the plane, and then now Desmond has faith. Ugh. Too much bipolar faith in us going on. Like Echo has faith, <laughs> he doesn't. Locke has faith, he doesn't. Desmond doesn't. He now he has faith, uh, but it's all bloody real. And then Locke, none of it's real. Uh, he, Desmond's going to push the button, uh, but Locke destroys the computer. It's so dramatic. It's like that. It's like that here. gif of that uh, that person dressed in a panda suit destroying the computer. Locke picks up the computer. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really does. Just rip it out and throws it. Um, does, is he say the yeah. same line as he said in the first episode? You killed us all, brother. Like, isn't that what he says in the first episode as well? Uh, as in the first episode of this season, okay. I should say. Well, it's episode three, but um, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think he says that, doesn't he? Um, like, what have you done? Uh, You've killed us all. Killed us, you've killed us all. And then Locke. No, it just saved us all. Oh, Locke. I'm Team Locke, but he's just so wrong in everything. Bloody gummy. Um, so Desmond untriggers the lockdown, and he grabs his Our Mutual Friend uh, book. Uh, and then he, this is where he says, uh, like, Locke, uh, you saved my life so that I can save yours. Um, I'm sorry for whatever happened that made you stop believing, but it's all real. Uh, then I'll see you in another life, brother. 
Now, this is where we got I'll See You In Another Life, brother, because in episode one, we got I'll See You In Another Life, yeah. So it's not a Luke, I am your father type situation, but almost. Um, so system failure, system failure. This is where things are going completely to shit. The hatch is pretty much <laughs> turning in on itself. Everything, all the metal, forks are flying. Yeah, the hatch has gone cuckoo lala. It's so dramatic, everything going on here. Uh, Charlie's having some flashbacks of the plane when the food cart came flying down at him. <laughs> like, everything's going crazy. Desmond opens the failsafe lid and that just kind of rips off completely. Uh, Echo's going after Locke. Like, even in their moments of death, Echo's like, oh, god damn it. And <laughs> Terry O'Queen is a master. Cl- I want to go to the Terry O'Queen School of Acting. That, I was wrong, is just amazing. Like, underrated in this episode i feel terry o'queen but that moment his face and just the oh shit i'm sorry everybody acting <laughs> my bad was wrong. <laughs> it's just perfect like i could just watch that line over and over again but this whole thing is so dramatic with the hat just just turning in on itself uh so desmond gets the key out and this is where we hear the voiceover of penny like i will wait for you Aww. i love and then i love you penny and they Desmond p- turns the key, uh, and then, <laughs> and all across the island, we get the purple sky, the loud noise, and the sky lighting up. Everyone's like, "What's happening?" Ah. Um, now that we mentioned this last week, but God damn it, Ben! Why did you have to be there to save her? <laughs> the quarantine door comes flying down. It's a, I, I feel like they use that in the previews a lot after this season. But that can bang into the camp. And Bernard to the rescue. He saves Claire. Otherwise, bye-bye Claire and Aaron. Just knocked, knocked to death. Damn it. Quarantine war. Yeah, like, come on, Bernard. We like you. Why did you have to do that? Um, you didn't have to do that. Um, so, Claire lives to see another Damn day. And we, and we all stop watching. Um but it's really dramatic with the turning of the key. But then the, I remember during the light thing, I'm like, what the hell is going on here? Uh, and the door thing, the graphics do not hold up, but it's TV from 2006. It's what not are you polar bear. No, it's really not. Um, it's memorable, that bit. Um, so the purple sky lights up. Uh, later on at camp, the survivors, all the background, the Dugs and the Ralphs of the world. <laughs> cleaning up and who's that guy on the ground is like one guy just laying on the ground like he's injured and no one gives a shit about him <laughs> oh, poor old max he's yeah. like dying and no one cares that's ralph uh, yeah poor ralph he should have helped bernard and then bernard might have helped and him where's now. rose why is bernard like saving claire like oh, what's rose uh, off doing uh there's actually a scene that was scripted for rose in the finale but she was unavailable uh, it wasn't here. It was she, a she, scene with Jack. She had to teach a class that day. Yeah, so Elle Scott Carball. So she was supposed to be in the finale, but couldn't make it. Um, it is a bit random that just Bernard's there. Um, but they're all cleaning up, and Charlie has returned, but he's lost his hearing. What? 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 Lock and Echo, they're not back yet? And we don't actually ever see them for the rest of the episode. So for the whole season, we didn't know what happened to Lock, Echo, or... Desmond, not until episode three of season three. Like, they didn't show us for the first two. Um, so, I was almost convinced Desmond died here. Like, 
why not? We saw him turn that key. Like, we had no reason to think he would suddenly become a series regular. Um, except for maybe one reason to think that, which we'll get to. But uh, So Charlie's back. Um, then we cut back to the dock. Ben's not happy with the arrangement that they made with Michael, but you lived up to your word, and we lived up to ours. So Michael has to take a boat and follow the compass bearing at 3.15, and they'll get rescued. And once you leave, you'll never be able to come back. Uh, And then, Michael, what if I tell people? My hunch is you won't say a word to anyone, because if you do, people will find out what you did uh, to get your son back, which... Good point from Ben. I doubt Michael is going to be saying anything. Hi, everyone. I murdered two people on the island to get my son back, but please go rescue them. Uh, and then, who are you people? Which is, who are you? Um, yeah, who are you? What are you doing? <laughs> uh, but this is kind of a mem- memorable line. Like, who are you people? We're the good guys, Michael. Really not. You, 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 no. <laughs> um, and then, what? What? Who are you kidding, fool? Like, what are you thinking? Like, where's Walt? He's inside the boat. Damn, fool! Uh, but Michael and Walt are reunited. Aww. I would say touching, but Michael's a murdering oh, scumbag. Oh, come on. I, I, I tear up in this. Like, I know, like, I agree with you, but, like, I kind of think what this scene does well is you do... I, I f- feel a bit of empathy for Michael, just the way he's hugging him, and you kind of get that look on his face, like, you know, at the end of the day, he's done this all for his son. So, like... I, I, I teared up a little bit. It's a nice little scene when they mm, finally sorry. get reunited. But they're reunited and they drive off and that great look of uh, Michael looking back to Jack. Uh, and like Michael's like, oh, I'm sorry I killed people. He did that thing with his thumb on his nose and he's like, nee, 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 nee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, But they leave. Now, this is interesting because it's very interesting to me that Lost found a way to write a character out of the show or two characters without killing them. Um, but I almost feel like it wasn't a big thing at the time. Like, I feel like when Michael left, I mean, most people probably thought, I think it was confirmed like in the news and stuff, he wasn't coming back. So most people probably knew. But it's kind of fascinating to me because they've turned him into such a villain that we no longer empathize or care about him that I feel like, it's kind of it was a big deal when Jack's off the island and we have to go back, but Michael leaves in season two and I feel like there's it's kind of just a that. random thing. <laughs> oh yeah, there's a there's a production reason, but it's just No, I'd say there's a reason why no one cares because of um hmm. What, because Walt, or because he's a murdering bastard? Because he's black, Noah. Like, c- come on, like, get with the picture here. This is oh, no, it's not a race thing. I think um, the public is just you know subtle racism. No, it's not, it's not a race thing. He killed two. He killed Hurley's girlfriend. This no, I'm not saying I'm thing. saying the fact that people don't care that he's gone. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I'm not. No, but they don't care because he murdered two people. <laughs> No, this is most certainly not a race thing. Um, so, it's kind of interesting because, I mean, it, it's definitely not a race thing, but it's also interesting because at this point, no one cared about Walt. And even though Michael had a flashback two weeks ago or two episodes ago, he was also kind of written out of the show. So, at this point, it's just like, bye. Uh, but I don't know, did you... I like what they do with Michael later on in the show. Well, I don't love it, but I like that we do get to see him back again. But 
I don't know. I feel like when season three, he was an afterthought. It wasn't like, oh, when are we going to get what happened to Michael? Like, it's weird to think he got off the island. Like, when the we have to go back, Kate, is such a big thing. Um, do you remember this? Or do you remember thinking, oh, there goes Michael. He'll be back in the premiere. Or did you think, oh, we'll ever never see him again? Or bit of bit of both. I think kind of it was more of a case of, oh, you know, he's really good. Like, he's sort of loosely getting the rescue. Because I kind of think when you're watching this for the first time, um, you know, you're really kind of wondering when, if they're going to get rescued. So this is kind of like, you know, oh, well, finally someone's off the island. So, like, what's this going to mean for, like, you know, them potentially getting discovered and stuff like that? So I think kind of I was more, you know, on that, that bandwagon thinking, like, oh, well, will that happen? But, um, I mean, it's kind of interesting to think that, yeah, this is like, you know, as you say, like the first not to be killed off. So, um, yeah, I just kind of think I was more worried about, like, oh, well, we got someone off the island, sort of. Yeah, it's it's just fascinating the way they do that. Um, and thankfully, not the last time, because they completely write Emily Duravin out of season five, and that's a good move. Um, oh, no. But it's just interesting they took them out without anything like that. Um, now, the stuff with Walt annoys me a bit, because I'm not one of those people, oh, they didn't explain the Walt stuff. Like, I don't really care. But... They did have him in multiple episodes at the end of the season. I feel like they could have given us... They knew at this point Walt wasn't coming back. This is the end for Walt. He's just going to age too much. Yeah, he makes cameos, but this was it for Walt. They could have given us a few lines from Ben. or We don't need a whole flashback, but, you know, he was more than we bargained for. Like, Give us something like, oh, he was born special. or like Just, you know, you don't need a whole flashback, but it would appease so many fans if you just had it a short two-minute scene or one-minute scene from Ben explaining who Walt is and his powers or something. like. I'm not one of the people who hates uh, that they never really did that, but if you're going to bring Malcolm David Kelly back for two episodes, you could have given us a bit more between this and three minutes. Like, It kind of annoys me, but it is what it is. Um, yeah, I mean, I think kind of with you like it, it's not something that I'm just like ah, but you know yeah like it's kind of one of these ones they could just quickly mention in passing it's not that hard yeah like just a few lines because they knew Michael uh, Walt they knew they would bring back Michael but Walt was that was it um, but anyway bye bye Michael and Walt we might eulogize them but maybe one of them we will at one point <clears throat> uh, so <laughs> speaking of things kind of annoying me I find this a bit forced uh hurley is set free and the reason he was on the list um your job is to tell the rest of your people they can never come back here no hurley was on the list because they needed something for everyone to do in the finale and they (laughs) needed a conundrum to get michael to get everyone to come along like this is a bit hokey for me i'm not buying this um, so Hurley just gets free and he, he kind of has a nod with Jack and then he leaves. Like, Where's the, the Hurley struggling back to the beach? Like, he's kind of like, does, where does he know how to go? I mean, he's got a tracking experience. Yeah. <laughs> he follows we the do Hurley see bird. come back later on. Um, but yeah, it's just like, eh, really? They just needed something for Hurley to do. Uh, but we have a bit of a conclusion to the plot, uh, to the season where... Charlie and Claire reunite by the campfire, and we have the first Charlie and Claire kiss. Aww, I like this. It's so sweet because, you know, people forget that these were kind of a romance, like the Jack Kate stuff, Sawyer Kate, it's not working, but this is one that's always kind of worked, and 
let's face it, it's rough season two for Charlie. Like, it's rough to be a Charlie fan in season two. Uh, but I love that they kind of bring the storyline full circle and they kind of reunite by the end and he threw the statues away a few weeks ago. It's sweet, the kiss, I feel. Yeah, I agree. It's kind of... Because I always forget that they kiss, you know? It's kind of like... Because we've kind of gone over their relationship, how it's kind of... It's it's not Jack and, you know, everyone's triangle and everything along these lines. So, it's kind of... It's an interesting sort of... Not a uh, will they, won't they? It's kind of everyone's just like, oh, they're just a couple. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's not... I mean, it's, it's a pretty pathetic kiss, like... <laughs> Like, I mean, like, it's a cute kiss. Like, it's not like, it's not like Jack rapey kiss. It's just kind of like a little mwah. It's like, ah, you two. They'd have, like, very calm sex, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, I think the next class at the Emily DeRevan School of Acting is on-screen kissing, so... Yeah, calm sex. Now, this is what you do in sex. It's calm. Uh, but we're up to the final season, uh, the final, final shot. season, wow. Season. We just over that pretty quickly. Uh, so this takes a cut after the kiss and everything that happens there, and bang. Now, this is interesting to put it in perspective, because what we're about to see is the first ever off-island present day. It's kind of weird to think we've gone two seasons, but this is the first time we've ever seen anything off the island in the present day. Uh, but basically, we're in the Arctic somewhere. At this point, I remember still watching this first time. I'm like, what the hell? What is going on? <laughs> Big storm. Um, we have these two guys in a base. They're somewhere in the Arctic or somewhere really snowy. Um, it's Winnipeg. And they're, speak- they're speaking Portuguese to each other. Portuguese? Which, yeah. Um, Russian. It's definitely not Russian. Well, it's I mean, I'm not definitely. doubting you. You've probably got it in front of you there, but I decided I wasn't paying much attention I to thought it. you had a bit of Russian in you. What's going on? No, I, that's, I haven't had any vodka tonight. Uh, but I, I, I don't get this, though, because they're called Matthias and Heinrich, which are very Scandinavian-type names. Um, so I don't really get why they're speaking Portuguese, but okay. Well, I mean, they could be like a Finnish and a Swedish person yeah. who grew up in Brazil, and then they went to the Arctic. Yeah, they could be, uh, like, immigrants, or I don't know. Um, we never got the backstory for these two. Matthias on Matthias. Oh, of course there is. Um, but one of them looks uh, surprisingly like Matthew Fox. Matthias um, is Jack's Mateus. brother. <laughs> yeah, uh, so, so much so that people thought this was Matthew Fox and that this was some, like, mind-blowing twist of, like, Jack is really on this Arctic base or something. Um, but they're, they're playing chess. I love that kind of set design and everything here. But on the computer, well, it's dated, that computer. The electromagnetic uh, anomaly detected. Alarm beeping. Beep, beep, beep. Uh, they're talking and they're like, just shut up and call. Uh, so they get on the call. Um, we see <gasps> Penny. She's sleeping. She picks up the phone. Miss, Miss Whitmore. It does. I think we found it. <gasps> bum, bum, bum. Lost. We found it in Summerholder. Yeah. I think we found it. The website you're looking for, www.myspace.com. <laughs> yeah, it should be like a troll thing. Miss Whitmore, I think we found it. <gasps> you're kidding me. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I'm sorry. Henrik put me up to it. <laughs> <laughs> Henrik dared me too. I'm sorry. <laughs> we won't call you again. Uh, so good, though. Um, like, such a WTF kind of thing. Like, 
we're in the present day off the island for the first time. We've got these two guys who are like looking for the island or something. Then we learn Penny, who we thought was just a random flashback character, is now maybe much more important to this than we ever thought. And she's searching for the island. Uh, and it really sets up the end of season three and most of season four as well in this one scene here. Uh, but what a crazy kind of what the hell is going on kind of way to end this. Uh, I mean, I think season one probably ends a bit better, but this is just so out there. Like this is what I loved about Lost when it threw these curveballs at it. And what a way to end the season with like something so like crazy as it. It's kind of weird though. Like the way it's sort of edited was, you're not expecting it. Are you? The way it, no, it kind just of, comes up. yeah so it's just kind of like the way it is because it's kind of like all of a sudden we're like cut we're like in the snow and we're like i always kind of think like when i see this because isn't there like an episode where ben or Locke or something like they get off the island they're in like the desert or something like that so i kind of always like think we're about to see like desmond waking up in the snow or something like that or like you know uh echo like hello snowman or something like that so yeah, I, I think it's it is. It's really, you know, no pun intended, cool. And just absolute props to Lost Care for Detail and just the the effort they went to. Uh when the Oceanic Six are rescued by Penny's boat, like yes, Penny's boat, um one of the guys in the background, no dialogue or anything, just shown on the boat is Henrik, like the actor. They flew him in to be on the boat. Like, and they never mention it, like, oh, I was in the Arctic looking for this island. Like, he's just there. And I didn't even, I didn't pick it up on it ever. Like, there's no dialogue or anything. I never even knew until I read it online. So, you know, sometimes I just love this show and the care they went to it. Um, but that's it for season two. That's a wrap. What a way to end it. Um, and that was Live Together, Die Alone Part 2. So we covered the two-part finale as we keep saying, the finales are always epic. They feel like films. They go big. They go bold. Lots happens. Um, I feel like there's quite a few answers and questions this week. Um, what a nice trivia thing for you here, Noah, actually, if you want to hear this. So this, this is, and then we'll get into questions. This is IMDb, and I'm guessing this is kind of like uh, combined for both episodes. So uh, this is like pretty groundbreaking stuff here for IMDb. Uh, in Desmond's flashback, the woman who pays for his coffee and gives him a boat is Libby. Oh. <laughs> that's actually that's true. It? What, you actually have that? No, that's legitimately fine. trivia on IMDb. <laughs> I thought I was going to learn something new about Lost. <laughs> Thanks, Captain Obvious, whoever put that in there. And I think the worst thing about that is twenty-two out of twenty-six people found this interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I'll stick to my Lost video. Um, <laughs> Sorry, troll. I mean, it is interesting uh, how dumb it is, but. Um, but I've got multiple questions and answers here. Well, I am looking forward to, um, hearing all of them. Well, what is the purple sky? Purple sky, purple sky. Uh, who are the guys in the Arctic? Who are the guys in the Arctic? The snow base or whatever you call it. Who are the guys in the snow? Um... And then answers. Uh, we had something about the blast door map, didn't we? Uh, uh, well, we already crossed that out. What is the map? Oh, well, we've extended on it. It was made by Rosinski and continued on. Am I meant to be writing the answers to these? Because I just crossed them out. I don't actually write the answers underneath them. 
Well, I guess not at this point. I'm going to give like season six. Ben, read out the answer for this one. Uh, um, I've got to go. Um, uh, I also said Desmond was the light in the hatch. Season one, episode 17. Uh, where are we? 117. Apparently on 117, I had none. Um, what? I've, I've got oh, maybe it's oh season one no, it's nineteen. 119, sorry, why does the hats sorry. light up after lock abandons? Boom. Sorry, uh, one seventeen is in translation. God, you casual um, lost fan. Uh, yeah, so we can cross that off. It was Desmond in the hatch about to kill himself. Um, what is the incident? Season two, episode three. Did we get that answered? Well, yeah, he talks about how. Uh, there was a leak of electromagnetism, and now they have to push the button to right. bring the the. I mean, technically, we get more of it in season five, but we could technically say we got an answer here. We had well, no reason to believe we would get more on it. Same question in the same episode. Uh, another question in the same episode is the number pushing legitimate? Um. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, we can cross that off. We know the. An- I'm not going to answer whether or not it was legitimate, but we know the answer about whether or not it's a social experiment or not. So we can cross that off. Yeah. Um, what do the hieroglyphic hieroglyphics mean? No. Um, Why were the others wearing fake beards and ragged clothing? Uh, yeah, I think we can cross yeah. that off because. We see that they kind of had that decoy base. Maybe we should say that for season three, but just cross it off now. Just get rid of it, man. Do it. Get um, did we have something in season one? Why did the plane crash in the pilot? Yes, we did. That was the very first question we've had. All right. Well, now we know. Desmond oh, didn't we've got the- what is the monster? We didn't even cross that off from the first episode. No, but no, because we haven't got the answer to that. Oh, we've okay. seen the monster, but we haven't answered what the monster is. Fair enough. Uh, oh, here's a question. Um, or did we answer this? Actually, we've got this question twice. Hang on. So, season one, episode five, we've got, why was Jack's dad in Australia? Followed by season two, episode 20, who was Christian visiting in Australia? <laughs> well, that's not the same question. So, can we cross off, um, why was Jack's dad in Australia? Uh... I mean, we know he was visiting someone, but we still don't know who, but I guess we can cross They're it. two separate questions, so I guess we can cross the first one off of why was it? Yeah, I guess so. uh, I'm just going through these quickly uh, to see what we've... Uh, who are the others? Can we cross that off? No. Uh, Definitely not. What is the sickness? Okay, we can't. Why is Walt special? No. What is the deal with the numbers? Um, I, don't, I don't think there's anything else. I'm just double-checking that I haven't missed any. Why is Jack's key being drawn to the wall? Oh, yeah, we can cross that off. The electromagnetism. Oh, who's taken Walt and what's happened to him? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can cross that off. Uh, um, just making sure here that we kind of get into season three with a clean slate. We've got these ones crossed off. Uh, what happened to Pierre Chang's left arm? No. What does High Griffiths mean? No. Who's the father's son's baby? No. Where did the food pallet... Where did the food pallet from? That's what I've written. Clever work there, Ben. Uh, why was living in the mental hospital? Who was Christian in Australia? Why does the Asian man use different names in each video? What is the print log from the Pearl? Um, yes, we can hear it. I'll say that. All righty. Jeez, we're getting a lot here. Um, why is it the four people the others need? No. What is a four-toed statue? No. And we only had the two questions this episode, so... 
Yeah, technically, we'll find out why Hurley was on the list, but we're still waiting on the other three, but we'll find out soon. Cool. Um, yes, so, again, I think we're going to look back on this, and I feel like Season 2 may answer more questions than any other season, but we'll see. Um, and this finale really wraps up a lot of the plot lines and a lot of the questions. Um, but apparently people ignored the fact and said that Season 2 answered nothing. But anyway. Um, Bye. So, that's... Yeah, uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, it's a buy. Um, you know, I'm very shocked that you're ranking this higher above Exodus, which had the Walt Raft stuff and uh, the Hatch stuff and the Jack and Sawyer type thing with their relationship, the Raft launch. Uh, I'm kind of shocked that you would put it above that. But I it's still definitely that. I just, I could have been trolling you. Um. But, yeah, it's interesting that you put that, because I would say, hands down, this is the worst of the finales. Um, But it's still amazing, as I keep saying. Lost went all out with their finales, and this has so much good stuff with Desmond and Locke going on, and even the stuff with Michael and the Doc and stuff, and the kiss and the final scene. So I'm absolutely buying it, but it's interesting that you're so high on it, because I would say, absolutely, it's the worst of the five season finales. Um, It just doesn't pack that punch that the other ones reach that next level of the raft stuff with the others or Juliet down the well or uh, the Oceanic Six getting rescued in the boat uh, blowing up or not Penny's boat and uh, we have to go back. Like, it doesn't have that in it, but it's still fantastic. It's one of the best episodes of the season, so it's a buy for me. Well, I bought it and I will say that it is in my top five of all time, as of right now, after two seasons, uh, it's in my top in my top five. top three of all time after <laughs> these seasons. I have it number two, um, so I have it below Exodus Part Three, Mister. Yeah, um, but yeah, I've got it the second best out of forty nine episodes so far. To me, this is the second best episode of Lost. So, um, yeah, and my top ten after two seasons has three. Season 2 episodes in it, and 7 Season 1 episodes in it. So, there you go. Uh, yeah, so I put the combined episodes at... Um, I've got my list is all screwed up. I think it's 8th. I'll have to double-check that. But I put them at 8th. Um, yeah, I think 2 is fine, because it's great. It's amazing. I only have good things to say about it. Um I think Exodus is a much better episode, but I really love Man of Science, Man of Faith. So, I I mean, <laughs> live together, die alone. Too many commas, commas, faiths, dying alone, living <laughs> together. Um, so, I have it in my top 10 so far of the two seasons. 49 episodes. So, next episode will be the 50th one of Lost. And next uh, season, we cross the halfway point, too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's episode 12 next season. But, uh... yes. Speaking of, well, it doesn't matter. Um, Speaking of season three, uh, next episode, we are not doing season three. We are wrapping up season two with our normal wrap-up episodes like we did with season one. Um, It's Paravion, the midway point, if you're looking for it. I just can't remember the episode. Episode 60. Uh, Paravion, it should be. Well, I've got here episodes. I'm guessing I'm including all the parters here. You might have combined them, but... uh... According to my list, episode 60, well, I've, whatever. You're probably right, but I've just got here numbers. I don't have the episode names in front of me. I've just got the episode <laughs> number. I'm like, Paravion. No, episode 60. <laughs> uh, Paravion. 
<laughs> no, no episode sixty. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember an episode called episode sixty. Well, actually, episode sixty is into seventy-seven. Power of on sixty-one. So yeah, but I mean, how it are crosses we over up? into the halfway. Yeah, yeah there's hundred and twenty-one episodes. There's an odd. Yeah, no, no, no. You're right. You're right. Like, as in, once we get to the end of into seventy-seven, and we start Par Avion, we've hit the halfway point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. There is no exact. It's half in episode. season three, everybody. <laughs> odd numbered episodes. Um, I hate odd numbers. Uh, so next week or next episode, we're doing our season two recap, where we'll t- count down our five moments of the season and talk about season two as a whole. Um, I said that season two was going to be much easier, and I think it will be, but it's still probably going to be harder than I was initially anticipating. There have been some good moments. Moments. Moments this season. Uh, So that will be next week. uh, And then we'll also preview season three a bit. Um, So stay tuned for that. It's been an epic marathon for this two-part finale. And uh, I love Lost. I love season two. So stay tuned for our season two recap. Um, And in the meantime, you can do all that fun jazz uh, like... Facebooking us, Twittering us, iTuning us, uh, Websiteing us, um, Instagram, <laughs> Tindering Ben before he dies, um, or straight after he dies. Uh, all that fun social media stuff. I would love to hear your opinions on Live Together, Die Alone, and if you thought it was second best, or if it's better than Exodus, if you want to be groundbreaking, shocking, all that fun stuff. Um, ben, any closing words on the finale or anything going into season two? Recap. I, I mean, I just can't believe we're at, we've done two seasons already. <laughs> like it's it's flown by quickly. So um, yeah, I, I I I always get kind of excited going into a recap episode of the season because then we can kind of look towards the next one. And um, you know, I think kind of as we move forward into each of these seasons, I remember them less and less. Even though technically I've watched them sooner because that's when how rewatches generally work. You watch later ones, sort of. Um, you know, more recently. But, uh, yeah, no, I'm looking forward to Juliet, and I'm looking forward to uh, trying to defend her while you rip shit into her. I'm not going to rip shit into her, so you're not going to have that much fun. Um, I'm getting Colin on to back me up. I'm not even going to rip shit into her. I think she's <laughs> Leave amazing. Juliet alone! <laughs> oh, you just want to argue. I think she's a fantastic character. She's just kind of annoying to me. Um, she's hot. That's... That's for no, that's for season three. Oh, uh, Juliet's hot. We'll get into that, um, <laughs> but yeah, I think she's a good character, a good addition to the show. Um, in the meantime, as I said, let us know all your opinions, and I'll close out season two by saying, "My name is Noah, and Ben. All we ever need to survive in our life is one person who truly loves us, and you have him." Calling me gay. Uh, my name is Ben, and we're the good guys, Noah. Thank you for listening to the Oz Network. Don't forget to subscribe to get new episodes delivered to your speakers every week. For more information, hit us up at theoznetwork.net.